Cheers, boys. <laughs> and we're back. This is Drew Tonight, I'm joined by the MacGuffin Brothers. We are back. I'm back. Hunter First Smith. time. Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming, Connor, again. Yeah, you're, you're coming back for the third time. And Hunter, thanks for coming for your first time. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This will be super fun. Um, I hit up you last minute today, and I was like, hey, man, yeah. somebody bailed on me. Can you fill in? You said, yes, sir, and you jumped today right in. Today or tomorrow, whatever you need. Dude, it was great. Uh, so I appreciate it. Well, I think last time uh, that you hit me up, I said I couldn't. It was like a last-minute thing. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, it's not the first time I've asked you. Yeah. <laughs> and today I was like, no, I have to do it. I'm ready for... So it's funny. So I also reached out to uh, Connor Sanda. Yes. And... He's in Michigan. He's coming back tonight. And if Hunter didn't work out tonight, and he said he was available tomorrow. Oh, damn. That would have been great. got him on here. But, uh, yeah, it ended up just as good, I guess. This will be great. Yeah. This will be super fun. Uh, so, I guess, uh, Hunter, you're, what, a couple years younger than us? I mean, I feel you're pretty much yeah. solid, right? Four four years younger. I just, just missed you guys in high school. So Yeah. But it's all right. We're all here now. We're all here now. All doing all doing things together now. I feel like four years is a good like distance between brothers, sisters. Like if you're too close and you're like in the you know, if if he was a year behind me or something, it's like it's almost too close. I don't know why, but you and one of his friends get into a fight or like yeah, some girl thing or something. Right. Yeah, your exactly. socialized are connected a little bit where you guys weren't really. Yeah, it was it was still nice because as you went around like you still people still knew you because of totally connor and yeah for sure yeah even like tcbd's brother yeah Yeah. exactly you know it's like oh i hope you're not as much trouble as he was (laughs) even though i feel like we have a lot of like i don't i wouldn't say that we're exactly like personality wise or anything but i think our looks like blonde i'm dark haired Mm kind of darker darker toned um that's really interesting and I think over the years too, we've kind of, we've grown apart from each other. We've kind of come together. Mm-hmm. And now I think we're at the age where it's like, we're both, you know, 21, 25. It's like, look, you know, we're going to kind of have to love each other yeah. at some point and Def- then figure definitely it out. had the ups and downs, but I think, you know, that's, that's what really tests it. So totally I, I think we definitely wouldn't be as close as we are if we didn't at some point want to rip each other's heads off every day of the week so yeah yeah and his brothers is that's kind of part of it right you're like both like test like you're the younger brother so you're like fuck you i'm yeah i'm gonna kick yeah. your ass and you're like i'm exactly. the older brother i'm gonna kick your ass yeah so well, it's like i think being older i always like had my point of view and i was trying to you know not instill anything in him but you know, certain lessons that I've learned or this is my thought process after going through this. And, you know, he has always had his own, you know, point of view on something. And if he doesn't agree with it, he does not agree with it. And, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, I think we've come a long way and I'm, I'm happy with where we're at right now. It's because I think there was times there was probably like a full year where we didn't even talk to each other. Oh, man. Yeah, like, I mean, I think like. Because I think I was in the high school, like, 
you know, smoking weed, getting yeah. high. And, you know, he was super against it at the time. He was, you know, uh, doing travel across and all that good stuff. And he's like, yeah. no, 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 no. Like, you got it completely wrong. I'm like, dude, you got to <laughs> live, man. Like, what? I mean, what are we doing here? That's funny. Yeah, I was a little, I was a little bit uh, tight strung. Yeah. Yeah. At the time. But yeah, you're a kid. I mean, what do you expect? Right. That's cool. I'm glad that you guys are, are buddies now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so it's so tragic, like a family member that's just like, yeah, yeah oh, I haven't talked to my brother in 10 years. Like, that'd be so sad, you know? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You grew exactly. up with this person. Yeah. I always wanted a brother. I have an older sister and a younger sister. Mm-hmm. So I was I was the middle kid, but I was the only boy. So, you know, there's positive and negative with the whole thing. But I was I always wanted, like, a little brother, you know, to, mm-hmm. like exactly. you said, kind of teach them or, like, show you, oh, I made this mistake or, you know, that like kind of Rough thing. housing and... Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Well, that was the thing. I would, like, go to my friend's house and... Uh, you know, I get my ass kicked or whatever. And I was like, I don't, have a, <laughs> yeah. I don't have a sparring partner, you know, like what the hell? Yeah. I mean, it, it was the nice thing is I was, I was practicing against somebody four years older than <laughs> yeah, me, you know, totally. was getting in high school fights at the time. So I was, so I was good. <laughs> yeah. I think you, you, you were pretty much down for the count, got your ass kicked until you were 12 or 13. Then he hit a grill spurt. And I think then, uh, then we were even, up, you gotta be little. taller than him, right? Oh yeah. 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 <sighs> How's that feel? Not to put you on the spot here, but I mean, I don't know how it happened, but he always drank his milk. I don't think I was. Yeah, I'm you know, big I was on the keen chocolate on milk. But a, I'll admit it. Today, these days, we well, on Fourth of July we had a a pool party, and uh, he was he was whooping my ass yeah. for like 15 minutes straight, and I wasn't giving up. I was like, no, I can't do this, you know? I, I, think, I think it had to do with he was a couple couple deep, and I was probably a little more on the sober side. I see. So I was like, yeah, dude, I'll teach you. I'll That's teach hilarious. You right now, so, like, in the pool you guys were yeah. fucking around? Okay. I think the height, too, in a pool always, yeah. you know? True. He had some leverage on me, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I was always good at chicken. My friend next trick, he had a pool in his backyard, and that was totally the thing. But yeah. where I'm like, you know, I could be... You would be at your shoulders deep in the water. I'd have like half my torso out. You know, that's a lot of leverage. <laughs> yeah. The guy on top of me is pushing. Yeah. Also, super dangerous, right? I mean, chicken is insane. Like, let's try to drown each other. Yeah, <laughs> the pool as a game. <laughs> you're also a little top heavy too, so dude. Just lean if you're on the bottom and you get pulled backwards, you're just like oh, can't yeah. breathe. The guy's not getting off you. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I always love knockout. My friends, the Zankies. Uh, I would go to their pool all the time and. Uh, you would play not like basketball, you know, you have like, oh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a line of people, you're just shooting like in the in the in the water. I don't know, for some reason it's so much more fun. It's like uh you're splashing each other and shit. Yeah. It's weird. For a second I didn't even recognize the name knockout. I haven't played it in God, probably ten years. Yeah, it's one of those games. I mean, gym class, you'd probably I feel like that was like a thing, maybe in elementary yeah, yeah, school you're or right. something. You're right. We always played like flag or touch football or whatever in in like rec- at recess. Yeah. Know. What did you guys do? We yeah. um for my grade, what was big was uh Foursquare. Hell yeah. That was, I mean, that was one of my favorite games, like Snake Eyes or you could like. Chicken foot, call, you hit them yeah. in their feet, you know. And if you were in the, or whatever it yeah, was. Popcorn or whatever they called it. The good old days. Well, the thing that sucked was I felt like as we, as we got older, it was like, you know, oh no, no playing football. Anything where you guys are mm-hmm. touching each other is gone. Yep. You know, so we were stuck playing just kickball for like the last four years of uh or maybe like the last two years elementary school because they would yell at you if they saw you you know no football no soccer right no roughhousing yeah i'm pretty sure ryan schwartz broke his like collarbone or something playing 
football at elementary school. I don't know. Did you guys go to the same elementary school? I went to Ballard Elementary, Ballard elementary for one year. Huh. That's when I met Schwartz. And but, is that because you had moved into the area at that time? No, I grew up in Bartlett, but I went to a private school. Mm. Yeah, so in fifth grade, I stopped going. And then I went to Bartlett Elementary for one year. Then I went to Eastview, then South Elgin. Eastview. Or you guys stayed in the same house, right, the whole time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Still living. That's kind of how uh, Connor Sanda was, though. Um, mm-hmm. He went to private school. I, I guess I shouldn't be talking on his behalf, but... Um, as he can correct the record when he comes on. Yeah, and he will be on one day. Um, For sure. But we, Connor and I are next-door neighbors. Right. So I always knew him, but nobody else knew him. But uh, seventh grade, he made that switch. And uh, it was kind of like he's a new kid on the block, but I'm sitting there, like, vouching for him. Like, right. no, this might be no, he's my cool. best friend. I swear, yeah. I swear. <laughs> that is funny. That is you don't really think about it like that, but he really didn't. Like, they didn't go to the same school as us in elementary school, and they live right behind us. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just weird. Definitely one of those weird things. But back to Foursquare really quick. Please. I have a quick story. <laughs> Please. So I don't know if you remember, but my grandma used to live in Florida, right? And, you know... For some odd reason, we were on this thing, and you know, what's a game that you know I could play with my grandma? And basically, if you had in Florida, I feel like driveways are mostly like concrete, so they have like the splits, you know. So it was like her driveway literally had it was four squares, yeah, and we had a bunch of space because it's a driveway, and so it was like my dad, me, Hunter, and my grandma. We're playing, we're playing, you know, just nice and easy. Well, somehow, some way, I had smacked the ball over there. Someone did. And my grandma, she was, she had to be at least, you know, 70, 75. She falls into the bush trying to go <laughs> go for the ball. And the dude, I swear to God, like, everybody was just like, like, what did we do? Like, never again will we play Foursquare with someone over the age of 60 or whatever. Hurt herself. Do you remember that? I don't remember. How old was I? Uh, must have been young. I was probably like 10, 12. I so like that's too much, I, like, back and forth. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, we were trying to keep it easy on her, you know, right. like pushing the ball right to her and making her Connor feel starts, involved. like, spinning it. Yeah, like, right? <laughs> she looks like she was in the flow. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so she fell in the bush and... uh that was the end of Foursquare. We stuck to cards after that. Yeah, it's a little bit easier for everybody. So at summer camp when I was a kid, we would play six square. And it like, so the camp is huge and there'd be like, just like six square courts like scattered across the, the property everywhere. So like anytime there was downtime or like after lunch and things like that. Of Foursquare? But it was six squares together. Uh-huh. So you're playing almost like in a line. And then again, the king spot has a little bit more oomph to it because it it took longer to get there. Yeah. And it's kind of harder to get knocked out because, like, you're further away where the Mm -hmm. the front person just keeps getting basically pushed up. There would be, like, lines of, like, 50, like, 100 people in line just, like, play six square. It was really intense, super fun. Yeah, that is one thing. The lines got crazy big. Totally. During recess to get in the four Dude, if you could hold that spot. All recess? Dude, you're the man. Yeah. That is crazy. (laughs) I think it was, like, by year, though, the game changed. Like oh, kickball was a like one just huge year. Four square. There was like man on wood chips was a year. Soccer Ooh. was a year. Yeah, for sure. At uh, my private school, we w- we would play 
boys chase girls. So it was basically tag, but it was guys versus girls. So like one, one boy got tagged and just flipped and then he, every, all the guys were right. And then you'd be okay. like, then, right. Then you take a girl and then I'll yeah. flip, which was super fun. But, uh, again, after a couple of years, it's like, <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. Let's find a new game. <laughs> yeah. Kickball's cool. Again, until everybody can just boot it every single time. And it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not super fun. Or there was always those kids who was like, all right, move back. Yeah. You know, that just, you know, had that. a bomb for a foot. Yeah. Right. Soccer yeah. players. They were always the worst to play against. True. Yeah. I never really liked, I guess like in gym class, soccer was fun, but I don't know. Just so tiring. Was, I just never really like got into it. Yeah. Obviously we all play the cross, which is yeah. also tiring as fuck too, but I don't know. There's not I as much payoff is, in soccer. No, right. Yeah, lacrosse, you could hit people. And <laughs> totally. Soccer, it's like... And you're making catches and throwing passes, you know, yeah. Yeah. a lot more more to it. So how far did you get in lacrosse? Because like we said, we didn't play together or anything. So I, I basically just made it to senior year, played all the way up to, um, all the way up to senior year in high school, and then I was really looking to play in college, but... Um, COVID, like when COVID hit, was right when it was prime for, you know, going out to these colleges. and. What year was that for you? My junior year. So, like, the end of my junior year was when COVID hit. Damn. And then that summer, um, I would have been going to a bunch of, like, recruiting camps and playing in front of all these, you know, colleges and schools. Mm-hmm. But so then all that gets canceled. Um and I was pretty much just like looking at a different option because I didn't want to, um, like it, it was leaving me at a disadvantage to be a senior trying to talk to all these totally coaches when they're looking for the juniors and stuff like that. And I, I just really didn't want to do it anymore and you know I was ready that junior year it got stripped away I was like all right I'm just gonna try something new and so then I um I got into into real estate then okay cool I think you brought that up before right yeah you've been doing this for a while now yeah so well since uh since February so almost a year very cool so so yeah so lacrosse I played up to senior year nice no it's good I didn't yeah I I didn't know um because you even thought about that for you Cause, yeah, you were always big into lacrosse, but I never realized, like, why it didn't continue. But I guess COVID was such a shame, man. Dude, I was talking to this guy. He was trying to become a commercial pilot, and it all happened. And he couldn't get his flight hours in, so he like got disqualified. And then, mm-hmm. so he works at an airport now, but he's not a pilot. And you know, he's like, yeah, okay, I guess my life just kind of got fucked. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It's just Jeez. everything was, you know, shut down for it. It's totally. Because it, even our our senior or our junior year, um, like high school across season didn't even happen. So it was just like, and that was what was really fun because, you, you know, you're know, playing with everybody. That, yeah, all your friends. You know, and, you know, it's, it's not so much about like, oh, let's just try to be the best and put on a show for people. It's, you know, let's. Go get a win with the boys. Totally, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Like that's that's what it was. So, but yeah. Also, you're practicing all week. It's yeah, it's yeah, yeah. The before and after the games too, though, like carpooling with each other, right. and you know, right. jamming to music, and totally. Everybody's you know got their first cars and shit. Like I, right. I just felt like that yeah, was the bus rides. Those 
Oh, so yeah, we were we played as a club, so we had to oh, drive ourselves yeah, too from the game. So crazy. you got a bus? Yeah, we got a bus. Oh, it's so that, funny. I don't know. It was cool. We got to do whatever we wanted. Yeah, but yeah, people yeah, would like cool. show up late, and like that. There was some problems as well, but uh, yeah, dude, that was cool. I always drive a drink. He was like my my carpool buddy. Yeah, I think we drove a couple times together. Yeah, sure. <sighs> okay. What do you think about my my map? Right, my beautiful girlfriend got me this for Christmas. And I know you're a staunch flat earther, so I figured it was only appropriate to hang it up for you. Yeah, I mean, it's headed in the right direction, for sure. Uh, I was going to get a globe, but I didn't know if that would freak you out or not. No, it would freak me out. You wouldn't have come. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Um, no, that's good. Uh, he's actually got a, a big map in his room of... Uh, yeah, I have like the map. Over Japan and right, it's Japan. The, the map it? that our grandpa carried in World War Two when he was flying over um, some islands, I think in like Malaysia. That's awesome. Islands, and um, and so it, it's just got you know like his kind of area of where he was flying around, and then it's got some transcript in a bunch of different languages to where if you were to ever get captured or something mm-hmm. like. They would just have something from um, in their language for them to read. So right, that's yeah, so that's, cool. It's hanging up on my wall. And it's actually cool. silk. So it's how paper? My, yeah, it would break. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. So how my grandfather explained it is the map would sit over one of his knees or both knees, and you would just shuffle it across. And I, I don't know exactly if you think about it though. It's back crazy. in the nineteen sixties. Like there was, there was no such thing as GPS, not even close, yeah. dude. You know what I mean? Like, imagine taking off from a runway and like, hey, go to these remote islands. And he was in, uh, he drove a or flew a P thirty eight Lightning. Is the the name Sick. of the plane? Uh, look them up if you want. They're really cool looking. Um, and this is in the Korean War. No, Vietnam? this is World War Two. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, and it's like, go out to these islands. And he was a surveyor. So he would he was actually taking pictures of Whoa. the lay of the land for some of these places. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. was a high flyer. They These P-38s could fly really high. They had two wings. And it, they were like dual spoked in the back. So it kind of just floated. Because the air, as you get higher, it gets thinner. Right. Um, but he was just trying to stay out of, sti- out of sight. So. That's so cool, though. Yeah. Um, unfortunately he passed away when we were, God, I was probably five, five or six. Oh, that's so a like long I, run though. Yeah. I mean, I never even got to like talk to him about that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. 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 That would have been, that would have been something cool to, we didn't really ever bring it up to our dad too much either. Just like grilling him on all of it. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. And my, my dad kind of grew up in a different household very i wouldn't say preppy but like put together like manners and mannerisms were like the only thing that mattered in in his family it was like you go you know you're gonna get straight a's in school you're gonna go to college uh and and all these different kind of like when i was a kid i remember he would always basically lick his plate clean he always tried to get us to lick our plate clean Mm -hmm. like they're 
whatever was put in front of you, you don't leave the table right, until you, you finish all it. it all. Yeah. Um, not wasting anything. Yeah. And my mom was the complete opposite. Like, so I think, you know, um, and they aren't together anymore, but I think that growing up, that kind of dynamic of my mom being one way and my dad being the complete opposite way, yeah. it kind of, it was like, we're, as, as we, kids, we, we didn't stuck, know which right. side to, you know, it's like, I want to, you know, be there for my dad and, totally. Um, totally. and I think we're very polite, you know, we, we try to be very respectful yeah. and, um, yeah. but at the same time, my mom was more of like live free and mm-hmm. be a little wild, you know, don't be afraid to hop on a four wheeler and rip it and. Uh, a little bit more country, so um, I always thought it'd be good to have like a Republican dad and a Democrat mom because it would almost give you like a good balance. But you're saying that you guys felt drawn mm-hmm. apart. It wasn't like you got a combination. You didn't get the best of both. You yeah. felt like you you were. I I honestly think. I mean, if you if you think about it, it probably did give us the best totally. because when we're you know we got to be in a serious setting or you know something that's a little bit more, you know, business, whatever. Right. You can go to that, you know, whatever area and you know how to, you know, talk and stuff like that and act and you're not making a fool out of yourself. But when you go to have fun, you know, you know how to have fun and right. And so you get the best of, you know, both both worlds, I guess. In a sense too, I think it kind of gave me as I grew older and like hit puberty and in my teens I kind of realized that everybody's different, right? Mm-hmm. And and I I am allowed to be my own person. And at the end of the day, two people can still come together who aren't necessarily alike in their upbringing, and still create a, a beautiful family. And come on, who is this guy? Seriously, you gotta take this. Ryan Schwartz. Oh, answer. What's up, Ryan? We're on uh, we're on Drew sits with right now. You guys are on air? Yeah. Hey, so I, I called Drew, and I figured oh. that he didn't ignore my call and say, fuck you, Ryan, but let him know I got off deliverance just now. Is it straight if I pop over and just kind of sub in the last uh, little bit of your podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I'm recording on my phone. That's why I didn't get it. So All I wonder right. if he got fucked up. No worries. I'll see you guys in like uh, 10, 15 minutes. Perfect. Sounds good. Later. All right, bye. Whatever. So either way, I'm still like, it's really hard to like, because the files are so big. So it takes forever to send anything or save it. So that's why I haven't posted like a full length of anything. I've only done two video clips so far. So this mm-hmm. will be like the third video clip. So I'm hoping. Okay. So you're not, this isn't going up onto YouTube. The whole thing is not. Basically, we'll get a funny part where we're laughing or something. And I'll put that minute out. Interesting. So for one, it makes me feel a bit more comfortable. Like, you know, if, if it looks like shit or whatever. But also, I'm like practicing with it and trying to to do it because it's it's I'm literally teaching myself how to do all this shit. Yeah. So I was I was I was gonna ask that at some point, like yeah. what what was the driving factor of all right? I'm gonna try to did someone come up with an idea of get a minute at least to post on Instagram or the clip thing? Because this is gonna be episode fifty eight. I think fifty eight. Yeah. Um. I've I've been doing the minute clip as an ad every single week just because every other podcast pretty much that I know does that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just kind of copying them and I figured if I'm going to post the episode, I got to like put something out there too. Um, the video, everybody said, why are you not doing video? So I'm like, I just got to do it. And then 
I was trying to buy a camera, but then I just like kept putting it off and then Christmas came and money. And I'm just like, stop. It's okay. I have the phone, right? Yeah. You can f apparently film a movie on an iPhone, which you definitely mm -hmm. fucking can't, but I'm like, just do it. Like, stop, right? So, so I, I got the iPad. I got the cell phone. I'm, I'm like, I got one way uh, landscape and then one way portrait, right? So I'm like, okay, the clip will be portrait. Landscape will be if I if I ever post a, the full video on YouTube, then right. I have it both ways. Um, and again, maybe I'm just an idiot and I could flip it on my computer. I have no <laughs> idea, but I'm just like, this is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm trying it. Um, most most of these podcasts have like three cameras anyways. Like I, we should all have a camera on us yeah. hypothetically and then one with all of us together in it. So um, I'm not at that level yet, but again, I'm just kind of like get teaching myself and like, fuck it. Yeah. Um, no, it, it is crazy. Like when, when you see some of the, uh, the background, like even on Joe Rogan's podcast, like totally all, all four of the, he'll have four people on and all four of them will have a camera like, right in their face and yeah you know swiveling back and forth but it is cool how i know you know when when they're talking you can just pan to them and you know yeah. it, it does make it a little bit uh like more. shout out jamie right yeah jamie, out jamie. jamie young jamie yeah yeah so jamie is live switching so while when somebody starts talking he presses the button puts the camera on him okay and then and he's doing all that in the moment and i think you can do that in the edit afterwards as well but it's obviously yeah better in the moment yeah um like he'll go like take a pee or something like that and he'll he'll switch it to the full broad mm -hmm. view so everybody's in it he'll come back and then i'll start doing it again which yep. is kind of funny um yeah i mean a lot of this stuff i've just learned from listening to this stuff over the years and being like i think i kind of heard about that timestamp mm -hmm. i've heard you know i just kind of mm -hmm. like googling shit um but yeah this is also like my mom's office so i've just kind of taken it over and like trying to make it work you know we did we've done it in the basement every time um, yeah, but I'm like, I feel like I need to like make a dedicated space to, to do this. So maybe get some like, uh, you know, soundproofing things or something. I don't know. Better lighting too. So I bought these like light bulbs cause before it was like yellow. So I'm like, okay, that's wrong. Yeah. So I'm like, I got like brighter light bulbs. I think I need to get some actual like light, mm -hmm. you know, things, but slowly but surely well, I'm building the map. I know. So I got the starting map. out. Also it kills me. There's a freaking light switch in the middle of the, of the thing. I'm just like. How do I cover this? You know, I'm like, I, I will admit I that's it. probably the oddest positions light switch I've ever seen no in my sense. life. <laughs> uh, I've got this big American flag in my room and I'm like, maybe I could hang that. But I'm like, I'm going way too like yeah. hardo uh, <laughs> you know, like America. So I'm like, maybe not. Uh, yeah, I'm building slowly. So again, thank you for being part of this like trial run shit. McGuffin, you've been doing this, you know, since the beginning. So yeah. again, I appreciate all the help from, from all you guys. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I, I listened to so many podcasts, just, just, you know, going through the day, I'm like, God, I've heard this song how many times? Let me just try to get some information <laughs> in me. Right. And so I'll listen to a podcast or something and, you know. So but, who are your, who are your go-to podcasts? Which ones? Um, you know, if I'm, if I'm looking to, um, like, like if there's a topic that I've heard about and I want. I want to just get like kind of the latest person. Joe Rogan will always have somebody who's talking about something. So I'll probably just AI, listen to Bitcoin, that. Bitcoin, whatever it yeah, is. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, Lex Friedman, he's, the he's man. like a tech, whatever, went to MIT. I, I like him. He's, also a third level black belt in jujitsu, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's the man. 
Yeah, it's like they, a robot. It's cool because they all they all can get nerdy, but then like I'm huge on UFC and all that, and totally. they all are big on that too. So, um, but then if I if I want to listen to somebody, you know, kind of like funny, I'll probably listen to Theo Vaughn a lot. Like Hell he, yeah, his, his podcasts are just. They're just crazy. I think like, his call-ins are hilarious. Like when yeah. he takes call-ins and some of the stuff he's saying to like these random people, I'm like, dude, or I don't remember <laughs> what it was, but he's like something about like uh, autism or something. He's like, everyone can use a little tism or something. <laughs> like everyone has a everyone, little tism yeah. or something. And I'm like, what? Yeah, he's he's wild. <laughs> but I mean. Yeah, Theo's, Theo's awesome. I mean, yeah. But yeah, I mean, pretty much, pretty much I'll just go. Or to, um, but also Joe Rogan has the, the protect our parks with Mark Norman and Shane Gillis. And those have me like, I'll be crying at those. Yeah. Protect our parks is awesome. Those guys are crazy. I've never heard of that. So it's, it's a Joe Rogan episode, but it's four people. So it's, it's Joe, Mark Norman, Shane Gillis and Ari Shafir who, um, they're all stand-up comedians. Ari's been like friends with Joe for a little bit longer. Shane and Norman are kind of more up-and-coming stand-ups from New York. Shane's from Philly or whatever, but um, and they all just get like wasted. Like the last one, it was a two-part episode. It was like six hours mm-hmm. long total, and they're just like shocking the beers the whole time and <laughs> taking mushrooms and like just like going crazy. They yeah. literally listened to "Trapped in the Closet" or whatever the one R. Kelly song. They've listened to it like three different episodes, and every single time they're just drunk and forget. And someone's like. Dude, there's this one R. Kelly song. It's it's so funny. Like, they just like forgot I think that they we did listened it. to it last yeah. time. It's yeah, so it's... funny. Um, yeah, those guys are all great. Uh, I would love to get like a super group like that again. If I if I could get a consistent group of people to do a four person podcast, yeah. uh, that'd be so super cool. They, Protector Parks is like every like couple months or something, so yeah. obviously it, it's a little bit harder. But um, yeah, that, that I would love to to have like a, a full team. You know, that'd be so cool. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, it, it it's just crazy because it's you know they do, they do like you said the two part six hours, but yeah. the whole time they're just they're just going and going and totally. But I mean, yeah, it it's great. So what about you, uh, you Connor? Do you listen to anything, or are you just more music guy? Or yeah, if I'm being honest, I'm half the time on like today on my way home from work, silence. I don't know, for some reason, in most mornings on my way to work, and it, it changes by the day, like, I'll get to a certain point in my drive. I have a 50-minute drive to, to work and back every day. In the mornings, it's like, I I don't know what it is. It's almost calming. I'm check, looking at my surroundings, not necessarily, like, watching the cars go by, like, either passing me or I'm passing them, but... I, I just kind of want to be more one with with what's around me. Um, sometimes, like, music, I'm just sitting there, and I'm, like, on my way, like, you bobbing <laughs> yeah. my head. <laughs> and then, you know, other times, like, I don't want to be like that. Um, but I also change up what I listen to all the time. I, you know, I'm listening to EDM, more of, like, uh, R&B soul. I love my hip-hop rap. Um, but also, too, like... It's not every Tuesday I'm listening to EDM on my way to work. Like every Tuesday, it's either I'm more of a you know slower like love song totally. or EDM or you know um, I guess too it, it kind of probably depends on how my day's looking at work. 
Um, right. Do I have a busy day? Do I need to be in a zone? Do I have to cover a bunch of trucks? Uh, you know, do I have some big meeting with a customer on, on FaceTime or Zoom? Um, so I think that probably has a lot to do with it. You know, um, if I have something more serious, maybe I'll, you know, just be silent and, and be more like thinking, going through in my head. Like, uh, I remember when I first started, my boss used to say like, start, not that I have a script or anything, but know what you're going to say on the phone. You know, like right. if, you know, you are a voicemail, like practice your voicemail and until you, cause he thinks like voicemails are like free throws, right? Like if you have to leave a voicemail to someone, <laughs> it should be the same voicemail every time. Like there should never be a stutter, never a hiccup and everything like that. Um, Makes sense. And that is something easy to have memorized. It should be easy. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I don't know, I guess that wasn't the whole question i guess i just went off on a tangent about no it's good rides, but i'll do silence <laughs> sometimes um and it does clear your mind i'll do it to just like calm myself down like if i'm super overwhelmed like work's gonna be crazy i'll do that because it's like it helps me kind of think through everything but it is difficult it's so much easier just to go you know what i'm just gonna like turn my brain off and yeah. and, and listen but yeah it, like you said, you are, you are way more in tune in traffic. It's probably way safer not to have music yeah. blasting oh, at yeah. full volume, you know? like. Well, I think, too, um, it also, it helps. I feel like music sometimes can, like, be an escape, yeah. right? So totally. if you're trying to escape and you're just going to bob your head, like, you don't actually think through your day or think about what you're going to do for your day. Um, well, I, I have a question. So there was this thing on TikTok that was um, going around about like people having inner monologue or inner dialogue okay. with themselves, and I it's mean, like I, talking to yourself. Yeah, and it was it. I think the stat was um, that like an over like like there were a lot of a lot of people who don't have inner dialogue like they don't what that's an npc think, bro right <laughs> i was gonna exactly bring up NPCs well no it, and so that's the thing is like i feel like if you're not you know at some point sitting in the car or sitting somewhere and just like thinking about you know your day what's happened like your life and stuff like that like you you've got to be an npc there's so to answer your question i have a ton of inner dialogue but it's one of my New Year's resolutions slash goals is to worry less. Okay. So sometimes I feel like my inner dialogue can get mushed around with worrying. And the inner dialogue Future tripping. just ends up being, I'm just worrying. And so I'm repeating the same thing over and over. Another thing, it was either an Instagram reel or TikTok. And it was uh, this... <laughs> For some odd reason, I'm seeing it more and more often, but it's this kind of like older sounding guy, softer tone, and he was talking about like what worry is and basically saying you shouldn't worry or worry less, like focus on worrying less. Like, why are you worried? Because when you're worried, you end up worrying that you're worried, right? Right. And then you end up worrying or worried that you're worried that you're worried. 
So he says something right. like that. Like you end. It's just. Why like am a, I getting so upset about this thing that I'm getting upset about? And yeah. ultimately, it, basically, you're going to have the same outcome either way. So you can either sit sit there and be like, you know, for example, is this stock going to go up tomorrow, or you know, like whatever it is that you're worrying about. Yeah. It's like you just shouldn't worry. Like it is what it is, and at the end of the day, if if you lose a friend, if you lose a customer, or you know, you're you get a speeding ticket and you lose your license, like sitting there or how court's going to go or whatever position somebody is in their life and they're worrying about something um, or a surgery or whatever it is. It's like just, that's well, one of my biggest resolutions for the, the new year's worry yeah. less. There was, there was one, I, I don't remember where I saw it, but it was like, if you're, if you're looking in the future and you're looking in the past. You're you're never truly gonna live your life like That's in good. the now and what you're actually going through. And you know it it is true because you know I think like even for me sometimes I'll I'll literally just like take a moment to just look at what's around me, look up in the sky, look up look at the trees, and honestly just be in the now and make sure that I'm just feeling like what life really is right now because you know as much as you think about how something's going to go in the future you could probably think about it you know a hundred times and it's going to go completely different than every time every single time you've thought about it exactly and so you're you're never really you know you're not really doing anything for yourself dude i always past or the future i always catch myself having an argument with somebody in my head like I'll be, I'll I'll think of what they're gonna say back to me. Yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what is that? Yeah. It's I, biased. No, I've, I've definitely, usually. I've definitely caught myself doing that. I think I used to do it probably a lot more when I was younger. I will get furious in the car, in the shower, whatever. I'm just like, he's gonna say this back to me, and I'll be like, well, because of this. It's like we're not even having the conversation yeah. yet. Why am I like thinking of yeah like arguments or why am i thinking of like points like that yeah. makes no sense yeah. also we're probably not even going to have that argument when i see this person you no. know or whatever whatever it is god yeah that would be something to cut up so do you have a new year's resolution you kind of said yours worry less you got anything um i don't know i mean i'd i'd like to get back in the gym again um i used to go a lot and then i stopped and i just never like i was me and connor used to go Every single day, pretty much, and let's go again. You're a big gym rat, right, Connor? Like, <laughs> not anymore. And no, I mean we we both stopped, like, because I think one you you hurt your shoulder one time, mm-hmm. and then he could never really lift the same, and then I just I just got out of it, and I I never had the same you know drive to just go in yeah. there every day, and because it it is you know you got to be in there every day and put in the work, but. Mm-hmm. But that that's my that's my New Year's resolution. That's back good. in the gym. It's a weak ass New Year's resolution. A little hacky for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Joe Mari? Do you know that guy? He went Joe to our high school. Yeah, Joe Marie to me, yeah. He's a fucking bodybuilder, bro. He's jacked. Have you seen him? No. Am I thinking of the wrong person? I could see him being big. He's like like fake tanner, like huge traps, like massive back, dude. 
insane. He like I think he does competitions. I follow him on Instagram. I'm like, maybe I could get a bodybuilder on this bitch, you know, like, on the show. <laughs> I don't know, man. Kind of crazy. Jamari, if you're listening to this, come on the show. Crazy. It's like you could literally see a person go from just a regular person in high school, completely regular. And then I see him on Instagram like four years or whatever, years later, and you're just like, you completely changed your body. Like yeah. warped yourself into something different. Mm-hmm. Really impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, that takes so much hard work. Obviously, if you've been working out, you've given up on the gym. It's like, you know how hard it is to consistently do it. Yeah. And to make those gains, dude, that takes so much to, like, diet. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so impressive. I will say, though, if you're going to go to the gym, you do need a good partner. At least, like, as a man, like, I, I'm not saying anything against women, but I feel like girls can go and just, like, lock in and do their own thing. They're on the, the Whereas, bike like, or whatever the whole time. Yeah, but... As, like, a guy, I feel like I need another guy to be, like, there and be, like, let's go, you know, like, one yeah. more, two more. Pump like, you I up. got you. Like, I'm, I got your spot. Like, don't worry. It's kind of sus, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Might be going through a phase. I don't know. <laughs> no, but I, I do get what you're saying. Uh, also, the accountability. Yeah. If you text your boy and, you're like, hey, we're going to the gym today, and he's, like, nah, you're, like, Fuck you, bitch. Come yeah, on, we're exactly. going. It's like, <laughs> exactly. all right, true. Or vice versa. If you're like right. ready to go and he's like, ah, oh, no, I was up late. You're like, no, we're going. You know? Like, yeah, you, you can't say no if you've got somebody else going, you know? Cause totally. Because then, then if you don't have a reason, you're just going to get called a bitch for not going. That's another thing, dude. You just, you talk yourself out of stuff. I think somebody showed up. Oh, nice. Or, Schwarzy probably. I feel like someone could sit in the chair. What's up? It's your brother? Yeah. yeah. What's up, man? I'm Ryan. Schwartz. Hands, hands a little sweaty, man. Sorry. No worries, man. <laughs> what you got? Got six, six uh, Coors banquet. Oh, Classic. shit. It's got a little ice bucket too. It's nice. Um. Oh yeah. So I well, your question about smelly shoes. Cleaning like I'm full frontal for this uh, <laughs> this shot right now. Cleaning the inside of your shoes. I've never done that before. I've I put my shoes in the washing machine before, and they kind of ruined. They, yeah, ruined. They can be crisp, but they're like they shrink a little bit. Yeah. They get demoralized. Yeah, like the laces get all tight on them. You get like one wash. I feel like I used to have. They were called uh, sneaker balls, and it was just like a, like I'm pretty sure they sold them at like finish line, right? Yeah, like yeah. finish line dicks and stuff, and. Just throw them in there, and um, I, I mean, feel like you'd be all right just doing a little Lysol in there once in a while. Yeah, they're not being too cute with it. There's also spray because I mean, I know after like I was using them for football and lacrosse cleats because those Ooh. sitting in your bag, especially having to bring those through the airport, like those, those get right <laughs> pretty yeah. quick. That's and enough to set off security. <laughs> so it's like I was not trying to, you know, and I was worried about getting athlete's foot or something on from i think that, my feet smelling are the least of my worries though like i don't remember the last time i've been in a situation where like oh shit i hope my feet don't smell oh you're yeah. not working hard I enough like, uh, <laughs> that's valid that's valid or it's like, like it's are not you even there like, worried that your feet smell dude after work if i take my boots off my feet stink for <laughs> sure i i will say you're I probably will. just using some like Ratchet ass boots, man. You gotta just buy a new pair of boots at that point. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> How long have you had the one? Had my Red Wings aren't years? good enough. Oh, uh, yeah, probably two years. So I am due for a new pair of boots. You are right, but uh, yeah. But it's not like they're like third generation hand me downs either. So, no, 
Absolutely not. Maybe it's just your jeans, man. Maybe you just smell. <laughs> no, I mean, like dude, I put these jeans on. They're super skinny. I'm so pissed that skinny jeans are out. <laughs> I'm so tall and skinny. I'm like, that looks so bad in baggy pants. Like, have you? Have, are you gonna pull That's off some so like cargo baggy pants? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Some I'm glad. Jeans? Well, I'm glad we're not in high school right now because that kind of wave of like <laughs> shit is going back in. That's not my style at all. But. Cargo, I feel like they're still Drew and cargo acceptable. pants, I could never see it, I don't think. Dude, it'd be, I have a 32 waist with like, I don't know, whatever. What uh, length are you, like 38? Uh, 36, I have gotten a pair of 38 and I was, they're way too big, so I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm huge, you know, but no. 30, 32, 36, 33, 36, if you got them. What about you, Those Schwartz? Those are uh, 30, tough fine. 32, 32. <laughs> the, odd, uh, <laughs> the odd measurements. I'm a 32, 32. That's good. Yeah. That's good yeah. for a man, I feel like. I like 32, 34s. <laughs> yeah? Uh, for me, I, I like the length on my... I don't know. For some reason, I feel like if I'm flooding, I, I just hate it. I hate flooding. Totally. See... Yeah, I'm the same way. I would rather have pants that are a little long mm-hmm. rather than a little short. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, if you have, like, uh, so you wear, like, khaki. So if you're, like, sitting down at work, like, I have a desk job, and, like, you could see your uh, socks, like, too much. I feel like too much of a hipster. Because there are those kind of kids yeah. that can yeah. kind of rock it, but I hate that. wearing capri pants. I don't yeah. want to be, like, classified, like, with those kids. I'd rather just be, like, OG, like... I don't know, not... um. Yeah. Well, it's definitely worse to get called out much. for flooding your pants then. Oh, like, yeah. Dang, you're flooding like you you feel something inside. Totally. But at the same time, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, There's a great the Simpsons episode where the whole town floods and Milhouse, who's Bart's friend, the neighbor boy, he's in his room and he's looking in the mirror and he's like, God, I hate these flood pants. Everyone's going to make fun of me. He's like, look in the mirror. He's like all pissed off. And then he opens up his door and then all the water comes in, right? And he's like, my feet are soaking wet, but my cuffs are bone dry. <laughs> Everything's coming up Millhouse. Classic. That is look it up. funny. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can't, you cannot wear flood pants or capri no. pants or whatever the no, fuck. No, I mean, especially like in high school or something, like, <sighs> you're broke. It's like you're. You can't buy long you, enough pants. Even if you're on the edge, you're like thinking about it all day. You're like, What's up? somebody's. <laughs> you're like avoiding a certain hallway, like <laughs> not wanting people to see you. Go, you're like sagging a little bit the, all day. The back stairways. <laughs> I think it started for me on the the golf course, because I'm like, uh, I don't care how hot it is. For some reason, I love wearing pants on the course, and yeah. if I'm, I, I just don't flood. Feels a little more legit. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I'm I'm a big shorts guy. I'm shorts and sweatpants. Honestly, I'm casual. I don't like the. Yeah, he wears shorts and sweatpants on the course. Would you kick him off Bo's Creek? Oh, if you found him off. on there. <laughs> you're not even teeing off, buddy. Are you still working at Bo's Creek? Right? No. Damn. I haven't Fuck. worked. I haven't worked there in like four years. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I was too confident. <laughs> I should so have I asked you what you're doing. Last now. episodes, you know. I was actually trying to get a job there during like. And then COVID hit, and then it ruined it all. That too. Damn. But, you know, because I was I was gonna try to you get applied. an in. I had you an applied. In. Yeah, you I had applied, a, I had an and then COVID him. hit, and he's like, "Dude, we're gonna have like one tea time every half hour." Yeah. And to me, that whole thing didn't make any sense. It's because if you're on a golf course, I feel like you're the most socially yeah. distanced out of anywhere in the entire world. 
Like, if you're going to do an activity outside. Yeah, that was a perfect sport or to do. inside, right. outside. And you guys weren't, um, did that play out? Because I feel like a lot of golf courses were, like, super crowded during COVID. Like, once the restrictions kind of. Yes. Once they recognize they can make money, they were like, all right, as long as you give us your word, you'll, like, social distance or whatever. Yeah. And then they kind of let you do your thing. Golf courses was the play. I feel like most, probably, like, golf probably increased by 25, 30%. Like yeah. just people in general picking up the game of golf yeah. because yeah. it was something you could still do during COVID. That was when I really first started playing. Like me and Zach Chupka, mm-hmm. um, twenty twenty was when we we kind of went like super into golf for like a year, maybe like a year or two, and then slowly been like tapering off. Like I've gone maybe like ten times this year, but like in twenty 2020, twenty 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 one, I'd probably golfed like thirty or forty times every weekend. Yeah. yeah, I was golfing at least once a week and then hitting the range, like, in between that. Well, you know, that's how I know Jaron. Yes. He's from Bo's Creek. We still haven't got you guys together Shit. yet. Shit, I didn't even know you guys knew each other. Well, Schwartz, we all played together at St. Andrews. Was that at St. Andrews or was that Bartlett Hills? No, that was St. Andrews. St. Andrews. Andrews with Cam. It was Cam and I, you and Jaron. Dude. Or were we playing? No, you're right, but my memory is just so shit. But now I remember that. That's yeah. so funny. And that was kind of like a random tea time, too, because, like, you, I think I think Cam had hit me up because you guys were originally going to play with some guys, and then they bailed, and then my name yes. must have just got brought up. And that was the first time I had heard from you in, like, a year or whatever. But mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Let me ask my buddy. And Jaron was always down to golf. So, yeah. Totally. yeah, that was cool. But, dude, I have, like, the weirdest memory, man. Some shit I'll remember, like – every detail from like high school of a certain like event. And then there's shit like that where it's like just lost. For sure. <laughs> Jaron works at the PGA pro store now. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yeah. Up in Vernon Hills. Yeah. You should pop in and say, Hey, give him a visit. Give him a sale. Yeah. You've been golfing recently. Still golf a lot or. I mean, it's winter, man. <laughs> Hey, it's still 40 degrees out and courses are open, man. Yeah, that yeah, is crazy, true. actually. That's why your feet don't stink, Connor. <laughs> no. Was, maybe it was the last time you went. Or you, not? Nah, you probably went after that. But with me, you, and uh, Pudia. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that. So we have a full-on $70,000 golf simulator in my office. Beautiful. Sick. It's like absolutely. It's like. The nicest track man you can buy on the market at the time or currently. And that's if if I'm gonna play golf, my clubs are at my office right now. Like at the office. Like they just stay you there. You hit a big sale, just go over, hit a drive or something. <laughs> now watch this holes. drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Take the afternoon off. <laughs> yeah. It'll be eight o'clock and we don't know if he's having a bad day at work or just hitting the, oh, that's hitting, so funny. hitting a couple courses after uh off. <laughs> and it is 50 50 it's either i'm at work playing golf or i'm at work working it's so dude hours. i'm sorry to insult you by asking this again but i completely forget what are you doing now for i'm work? a freight broker oh dude that's right that's yeah. totally right now i remember yeah so uh so it depends man it's supply and demand right it, it's a hot or cold industry yeah, i think it also depends too a lot on uh like right now is the busiest time Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's, like you can only imagine how much consumption there is between people, holiday parties and 
wh- whatever the case is, you're buying gifts. You could be, you know, toy manufacturers, cheese, meats, anything, seafood, people are whatever, shrimp cocktail, like all that stuff is right. just. Off shrimp the cocktail shelf. has to have go, gone up 25%. At least. <laughs> at least. Um, spend, I think, you know, GDP over the last probably 50 years has been, fourth quarter has probably been the biggest quarter for GDP every single year, you know? Um, so this, th- these last two months of the year, three months of the year, you know, everyone's. Kind of makes or breaks your year. Exactly. Your business, yeah. Yeah. For anyone wondering, I'm doing good this quarter. Really good. Oh, I should have asked you. I should have teed it up for you. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. That's good. That's good, man. Has this, the situation in the Middle East where like these uh, rebels are bombing like uh, cargo ships, I feel like that doesn't impact you because you guys are much later in the supply chain, right? Or have you seen any kind of like indirect effects of that? It would depend on like my customer base. Um, but like I've heard there, like, a couple of my customers uh, ship from overseas. Like I do a lot of seafood, so they ship containers from overseas. And they're the seafood talk- king. Yeah, uh, they're talking about like the Panama Canal. There's like all these you know different restrictions or something. I have no clue. I I didn't get too far into it, but basically she's like, yeah. So it's going to be shipping into a different port, and I'm going to need you to handle more of it more of our freight now because we can't ship into this port anymore because it's on the opposite side of the uh, the country. So to me, I, I heard that and I was like, fuck the Panama Canal. Like, yeah, we like, I like your new way. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's crazy. But definitely depending on the customer and depending on, you know, where these people are manufacturing their stuff, it, basically anything is going to have an effect on everyone in in some way shape or form um it all depends where the bottleneck really is mm-hmm. and how many companies how much companies are willing to overpay or pay a premium for timely delivery mm-hmm. depending on how it affects them because yeah if you think about it like shipping and like freight that's like has to do with at least 80 percent and maybe not 80 percent but like at least half of commerce is like physical goods, right? You have like your software shit and you have services spending, but like durable goods or just like any sort of consumption, that's like half the economy. So I feel like freight, I never even thought about freight until I found this place. Like you always see semi trucks, but you'd never think like, you know, who's actually shipping from a manufacturing facility to a DC and then from a DC you got to, have a local driver doing the 30 stops a day to every single, you know, local store. Um, it's just crazy to think about and it's so easy to overlook, but you know, everything in this room came on a truck. So it's the truth, right? you know, like everything did last mile delivery, man. Mm-hmm. What are you doing for work now? Or you in school or so? Yeah, I'm, I'm in real estate. Um, I'm a real estate agent. I work at, Berkshire Hathaway Home Services in St. Charles. Good shit. I think I've heard of that company. Um, so yeah, yeah, they uh, got a pretty pretty nice stock, but um, very cool. Is it yeah, like it, one of their shares of stock is like two hundred grand or something? Yeah, it's it's pretty high. Is Wait, it really that high? Yeah, they have they have Berkshire Hathaway A and then Berkshire Hathaway B. 
for all the peasants. Connor's <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> let me get a second look at your portfolio. Yeah. We could do something here. But I think uh, Warren Buffett wanted to keep the stock. He never agreed to a stock split because he wanted to keep it exclusive for people who bought in at like the low level or super rich people. Mm-hmm. So that's why like the A share uh, class of stock, whatever, is still at like hundreds of thousands yeah, of shares. Yeah, I mean, that that's the one that I mean you want to be in or you want it to be in, right? Is that but the highest trading stock price? Like, is that I the... Think, I would I imagine, it dude. It's got to be. On, gotta the, be. on the U.S. One market, it's got to be. I haven't heard of anything like over... I haven't heard of anything over like two grand besides when like COVID and some shit was popping off like Tesla or Amazon or something like that. No, but I mean, it's... It, what? It could fluctuate... Then two thousand dollars in a day, and that would be a percent. And yeah, I mean that's that's just crazy, right? You hear a stock moves two thousand bucks in a day. Normally, that's a big deal, but for <laughs> yeah, that stock, it's right. like, bro, that's nothing. Yeah. yeah, it's like a calm day. Where did you come from today? So I was delivering at VNV. Uh, I was picking up shifts. Um, the past this two- dude has been delivering pizzas still. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm just such a fucking loser. No, you're not a loser. You're killing yourself for no reason. Um, dude, this this economy is killing me, man. I'm trying to keep up. But, uh, yeah, I've had a bunch of PTO to take. I didn't really take a lot of vacation this year. And basically, corporate America might be the same for you, but, like, they want me to take all my days. My company wants me to take all my days so that if I get fired, they don't owe me pay for those vacation days right so the past two weeks i've been off work and i took a week off and th- during thanksgiving so i figured might as well work deliver two days a week and make some extra cash while i'm just sitting around oh yeah but it's funny i got i was around here maybe like an hour and a half ago um i was coming over and then i was getting gas right off 20 and the guys from work called me and they're like yeah we need you to come back it got super busy i go back i take two deliveries and then it dies down again. I'm out in like 30 minutes, which is such bullshit. But yeah. What would you make on those two deliveries? I actually, bucks? I got paid decent. I got $7 tips on both of them. So with delivery charges, I made like 20 bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. That's worth it. It was not worth it. <laughs> it was not worth going back, but it was worth, it was worth the 30 minutes I spent delivering them. Right. Paid for my gas, basically. Totally. Yeah, I, this economy is, is brutal. I mean... Used to be able to get a McDouble for a dollar, or like four nuggets for a dollar. Now you get a six piece, and it's like four bucks. To get a full belly at McDonald's is yeah, it's crazy dollars now or something. I know I Big mean, Mac meals you're paying thirteen bucks for. Like what? I mean, and the Big I, Mac is tiny as fuck. You got to get the four piece on the side or something. You got to get the big chicken on the side. <laughs> speak for yourself. Those patties, wait, watchers. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Those patties are paper thin now, dude. It's crazy. No, but yeah, I, I feel like you got to use the. Uh, I mean, I use the app every every time I go. I'm looking dude. They always for a ask deal. me, and I always uh, I always tell them no. But you're right, man. It is really a move. Like it, rewards programs at any restaurant that should be like. But it's like buying Default, a carton bro. of cigarettes versus a pack. You know, it's like, okay, am I really going to invest in my McDonald's spending? Like, I don't know. I, I don't want to go to McDonald's <laughs> as much, you know, as little as I have to. So it's you like, want no, less yeah. incentives to go to McDonald's, yeah, right? Yeah. But I feel, yeah. I mean, if I'm going to go, because I got to be hitting you with like, you get <laughs> yeah. a free medium fry today or something, right? Like, I'm yeah. sure they're sending you deals. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, I I get that. I mean, I think they 
send it almost every day because I, mean, I know there's been days where I've They're just drug been dealers, like, dude. I've just been like, you know what? I gotta go. Like, I, yeah, I know I got a free fry sitting in my my deals. So what about Cosmics? This is a cool <laughs> Tim Dillon. Oh, incredible! <laughs> if you have not listened to Tim Dillon's rant about Cosmics, incredible. And there's one in Illinois, right? The very Bowling first Brooke, one right? is in Bolingbrook, <laughs> Illinois. Yeah, that is crazy. So I, I keep telling Riley, I'm like, we gotta at least go. Like, you know, it'd be kind of fun, like date night or something. Mm-hmm. Drive out there and you know, get a whatever. I'd love to hear lemonade. how that pitch went. Like, babe, listen, there's this new <laughs> subsidiary of McDonald's. This cute date idea I have for us. <laughs> for us, let's go to the South Suburbs. I'm not Chicago. saying it's like the coolest date. I'm just saying it is. It's, it's something to do. It's a it's thing to do. to do. It's probably not that expensive, you know. Well, I saw somebody was somebody posted a video. I think it was like a news crew, and it was like they showed the line. The line was like two and a half yeah. hours long. Yeah. Fuck that. Like, what do you? I, I mean, you got to wait a few weeks, a month. And yeah. to what exactly out. is it that they're? So it's only drinks: coffee, bubble tea, caffeinated lemonade. There's like 500 different flavor <laughs> options, right? You could like get a strawberry, watermelon, citrus, whatever, right? Uh, and then I think they have a limited food menu, but it's all okay. kind of like trendy, like avocado, flatbread, oh, or shit yeah. like that, right? But I think there's no dine-in. It's only drive-through. Yep. Okay. Um, and it's basically to compete with Starbucks or like Dutch Bros or something like that, where mm-hmm. like you can get drinks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the thing that me and Ryan were talking about, Tim Dillon, he was like, they're trying to kill you with liquid now. It's like the, the red meat industry. They know it's dying, so they're going to kill you with drinks. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, it's from McDonald's. It's purple and yellow instead of red and yellow. Yeah, so it's got to be C-O-S-M-C-S. Well, it's, it's the one guy, right, that they've been... That's in the Happy Meal now for McDonald's. Yeah. It's what's the... Whatever um, his name is. Kerwin I think Frost? it's... Is it Cosmic is it, or what's or is the... It Kurt? Kerwin. Kerwin Frost is a designer. I don't think there's any connection oh, okay. between Cosmics and... But there's some logo, or uh, not logo, but like character from yeah, like... From you know original. how Ronald McDonald is like a character, but they got a few more? The hamburger. Exactly. Yeah. It's the purple Grimace. guy. No, that was the Grimace. Grimace. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> maybe you're right. But maybe it's... It maybe they're branching off the same dude. Yeah. Because hmm. that was so viral thought, as well. The kids would like drink the Grimace shake and like have a yeah, seizure and shit. Do the death thing, yeah. <laughs> Jesus that Christ. Was, that was one of the one beautiful of the country we live in. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, so Schwartz, we've got this light switch in the middle of the fucking room here. And I'm like, it pisses me off so much. Spooky. The background. So I'm like, I was thinking about putting the American flag here or something, but I'm like, that's too intense. I can't do that, right? That's That's too much. Well, personally, I love my country, Drew. So. <laughs> I mean, we are in America, so I think you can get away with it. It's funny how that's considered like uh, a little too much now. You it know, is. like oh, true. That's I'd, I don't. That's a red flag if someone has a American flag. Like, it's a red, white, and blue flag. It's actually got white and blue as well. Yeah. I don't know with the map and the flag. I think that might give a little. Uh, what's the term? Uh, Oh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, of it. don't finish it. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. That's a good. That's some good advice. But I think the the map is probably enough. It's pretty. It, you look yeah. cultured. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's exactly it. You look cultured. I told Riley because she was asking me stuff what I wanted. I'm like maybe like a topographical map. That'd be kind of sick, right? Like you could see like the mountains yeah. and everything like that. And she's she said that she looked at it and she's like there was no topographical maps with the actual political like. Uh, country outline so it was mm. just the earth right. so she's like i thought this would be kind of cool which i would agree with i don't yeah. if it was just like a bunch of 
bumps on the map. I think it'd be kind of weird, but I think uh, what would be cool too is like a map of Chicago or a map of certain cities, like your right. uh, your Nordic, right? Like a map of like one of the countries that your ancestors are from. I feel like that'd be a cool, cool yeah, the, little the uh, Baltic Sea or something. And that like could that. be three D, like the little like city of Chicago with all the little buildings. And that stuff. would be sick. That yeah, would be sure. sick. The it would be front. hard to make it at scale because you got the. Um, Willis Tower that probably would come out like three inches, <laughs> yeah. and then everything else would be like half a millimeter, right, or something like that, or like yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. But that that's that's a dope idea, That'd or even cool. just like street sti- street signs or neighborhoods. I've seen like maps that have like neighborhoods in different mm-hmm. cities. Yeah, that'd be dope. My dad had a Penny Lane street sign hanging in our garage in Bartlett, and his his I remember that locker locker mate in high school stole it because my dad was a, is a huge Beatles fan. So his buddy like stole it in the middle of the night, and then they gave it to him and like put it in the locker the next day. It was like, I got you this, bro. Yeah. So then my dad hung it in the lock. In the I should, maybe should find that. I wonder if he still has it. That'd be kind of sick. I gotta build the backdrop. You know what I mean? Is this now your de facto studio? I think I'm gonna try to to lean into it a little bit. Obviously, this couch is not working, so we gotta maybe get like chairs. Or I think the corner is the best way to utilize the room. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so yeah, maybe I do like or four chairs like, or like a bench or something. I don't know if I would be in the shot if I was like sitting right here. It I it doesn't work. I yeah. tried it uh, looking at the cameras. And or maybe I get, get a wide wide uh lens. wide angle lens. Those True. are and you can buy honestly like on Amazon like an attachment. Like I used to have this one. I used to like do like skate videos where you would you could put like a magnetic ring on the outside of one of your cameras mm-hmm. and then put that wide angle lens mm-hmm. on and it's almost like professional grade if you get the met, like if you could center it the right way right it still looks like really good quality but you can just capture so much more of the room from that camera angle for every foot you go back you probably get like an extra foot and a half totally so like if you found a way to like mount it on the top of the monitor or something like i feel like you get or move the desk somewhere else or something yeah or maybe even like put that tripod or like a smaller tripod behind no it shrinks up yeah i could put it on the desk you know what i mean yeah, I'm still playing with it. This is still trial runs, obviously, but uh, yeah, no, I think it's dude. That's nice. Your mom lets you uh, kind of utilize this too, because this is kind of her office, right? Official yeah, office, it's, totally. It's her space, so yeah. The basement was cool, but uh, also on camera, like with the Risha thing, it was all white. The whole thing was white. I was wearing like a white hoodie too. It just like looked mm-hmm. really bad. So I'm like, do it. Let's in get here. some more, get some more uh, culture in there. Yeah, exactly. It's upgrades. <laughs> Slow, slowly but surely. Um, so we were talking about New Year's resolutions, yes. or new goals. I don't know if you went. Oh, I don't think I did. Shortsy, can I pan it off to you so I can think? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Or goals. To me, they're like the same. Yeah, he said not. To, he doesn't want to worry as much. Yeah, I'd say that's a great one for me as well. I feel like lately I've been in this constant state of, uh, like, maybe worry, but also just, like, stressing over wanting to move out, wanting to get a new car, wanting to figure out career-wise, stuff like that. Um, So maybe just going with the flow more and not trying to figure my entire life out when I'm 25. Mm -hmm. Um, But specifically, and I've been planning this for a while, is... By the end of next year, I want to at least have moved out and bought my own place, most likely a condo. But I'm also, I've been talking with Cam and a few other guys about maybe going in on like a residential house and splitting it a few ways. Um, 
So that's, I'd say my big goal is moving out and possibly getting a new car. But I would say my goal of getting a place definitely takes precedent, but it also sucks when you drive the same car you drove since a sophomore in high school and you're like True, yeah. itching to get is some cool a, wheels. Is that a Toyota Camry? Uh, not, not quite as nice. It's the Toyota Corolla. Oh shit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's done, uh, it's done a good job for me, but, totally. um, how many miles you got on it? A hundred, just past 170 K. You're wow. still good to go for probably, you're probably like halfway through the lifespan. Right. I know, but don't even fucking tell me that. Cause I'm ready for, I'm ready for a car that I like, dude. Like I've right. liked cars ever since I was a little kid and I've never put my own money towards a car that. I like that. I want that. I pick out that I drive off the lot, even though it's probably going to be used. Like I still want to like, I feel like that's a big accomplishment for a lot of guys, like especially totally. our age. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So well, half the time I'm curious how these people are, you know, I see, you know, kids younger than me driving well, around in M fours and this, I'm like, there's no how you think, actual yeah. way. Think they earn there's that? No actual way. You know way. what's crazy? Not to hog the bike too much, but no. at V and V, um, there's probably, there's literally, I'll go down the roster. There's three kids that drive Audis that are like 2016 and newer Audis. Probably like 2018 and newer, if we're being honest. But like conservative estimate, like three kids driving like Audi A4s and up. There's a kid driving a uh, Infiniti Q50. There's to another deliver kid, pizzas in. There's another kid <laughs> driving an Infiniti SUV, whatever the hell the SUV is. Um, then there's a kid who drives a, uh, BMW three series. So obviously it's not like, you know, it's, it's not an crazy, M3, but it's still but yeah. like, these kids are like 19 years old. Like what the fuck? Crazy. It really pisses me off. Yeah. It does, it's though. like, what the hell? Yeah. It's hard not to be upset about that. Right. And it, they're, they're cool as hell and everything. Like I get along with everyone. It's not like I, t- I internalize it, but it's just like looking at that. I feel like it was kind of that way when we were in high school, but it's gotten so much more prolific now where it's like every other kid is driving a luxury car when they're fucking 17 years old. How could you buy your kid that car? He, yeah. One, you know he's going to trash it. Half these kids are totaling it after a year. For like, sure. I, I swear, I see these kids in crashes all the time. Totally. I don't know. I can do it. But so are you planning on buying the car? Like cash? Or are you going to do a like I would lease probably, it? Or what are you thinking? So I've like modeled this out a little bit on like Excel and stuff. I've I've gone through a couple scenarios, but most likely I'm gonna get the place first. I want to put down around 30k for the place. I'd like to put down 40, but like I can live with putting down 30 if it gets me out, if if need be. Right. Then I would like to put maybe around 10 to 15k down on a car that's gonna cost me 25 to 30k, and that car payment might look something around like. 300 ish bucks a month with which i'm guessing i'll be able to do totally. it'll be more uh, it'll be i'll be able to visualize it more as like things kind of come together but that's kind of the goal i want to get an infinity q60 that's my that's like ideally if things go really well mm-hmm. i get a q60 i might settle and get the q50 but I want to get something nice. Yeah. Like, I don't want sure. to get another Toyota, even though there's nothing wrong with, like, a Toyota or a Chevy. I just, I'm sick of driving a Toyota. I want to drive a nice car because yeah. I've never driven a nice car. Yeah. You know? And I know you, like, I don't know if you, Hunter, but I feel like CBD, you're into cars. Or, like, you were kind of 
totally around that. It, Not it, that you drove a roll, but I'm in the same like boat as you. Is I don't want to go out and rent. Like I feel like I'm just throwing money down the drain. So I want to buy a place, and right now I have like 35 miles to and from work. So to me, I've I've been like so close to buying, you know, like a, a nicer car. But I'm gonna put 200 miles on it a week, times 52. You know, you're putting 20,000, 25,000 miles on. It's like I'm gonna depreciate the damn thing in two years. True. Get nothing out of it. So I need to move out at least like halfway closer to work. So I'm like 15 to 20 miles from work, put 40 miles on it a day max, and then it's more realistic. But if I'm sitting there and I'm going to be putting, you know, God forbid I do anything else on my weekends or, you know. Right. That's just work miles. Take a road trip to Wisconsin. It's like there's literally no point. So I've also been thinking about like a summer car. Like more of like a, a Corvette, like rear wheel drive, you know, kind of an older, an older model, like, a, you know, 2010 or something, be able to put some, you know, weekend hours into it, you know, put an exhaust, be able to go have fun, but still have like a daily driver. I thought about doing the bike because it's like so cheap for gas and everything, right? It's like you can yeah. ride in the summertime, right? It makes sense. But obviously Ryan knows this. They're dangerous as fuck, and I, I'm, like, terrified I'd of the motorcycle. Myself. I'd kill myself. Okay. So you're smart. I'm pro, I'm pro motorcycle. <laughs> so but am I. I recognize that they're hella dangerous. But you dude, said your dad had a friend who, like, got in a crash and passed away, right? Yeah. And that was that's always kind of been his, like, warning to you. Like, I never want to. My dad's best friend was named Ryan, <laughs> and he died in a motorcycle accident. Yeah, you told me that, dude. Crazy. I shouldn't be laughing. Like, that's crazy. But it's just a coincidence. Yeah, it's like, totally. Damn. That's that's the one thing that's kind of kept me from getting a bike. Because, like, you can get one cheap enough. Like, you get a used bike for, like, three grand. Dude, yeah. yeah. Like, totally. th- those, like, that's a fun toy, man. That's yeah. a fun thing to, like, mess around with. For three grand, you can get, like, easily, like, a 600cc bike. And that, dude, you can't. That's easily enough to kill yourself on. You can't yeah. even full throttle it from the get, and you'll flip yourself backwards. And and I have uh, I'm trigger happy, so like I'll get on the thing, and a week later I'm gonna be full throttle pushing it on the highway. And it takes it takes one when you're going that fast. It's not you. Like you can see your vision of where you want to go and dodge and weave, but it takes someone who doesn't use their turn signal moves over. You're in the back of them at 100 miles an hour flying over the top. You're done. Yeah, and there's a thousand people coming behind you. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, I keep seeing that commercial or video where it's like the person's foot, like just like getting sandpaper on the pavement and like ripping through the shoe and everything. It's just like, but Sunday afternoon cruising down the road, you got your old lady on your back. You know that'd be fun. You know, yeah, I think if you if you can, you know, you can control. You can stick to right if you can control yourself. But I mean. I and not take it people, on the highway type right. thing. Like they just would take see the videos on TikTok yeah. and they'd be, you know, all over trying to go through cars right. and stuff with like our, that. With, the, with our culture now, it's like, dude, that'd be a good way to get rid of the fucking, <laughs> reduce the population a little bit. You just send out a bunch of videos of people doing crazy shit on the highway. All the dumb kids that are yeah, trying to be like influencers. Right. Hop on. It's like, have your, have your try, buddy. Right. Give out GoPros for Christmas or something. 
stimulus package. Right, exactly. <laughs> Go see what you guys can do <laughs> out there. That's so funny. Have you had enough time to think about your uh, New Year's goals or resolution? Well, I, honestly, it's a combination of all of you. You said you were kind of focused on fitness. You were focused on worrying less. You're focusing on trying to move out and kind of progress in your life, right? Those are all things that I'm trying to do as well. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's definitely, I would. I think I would focus on growth. I think I can, if I had to put any of them to the side, the worrying thing, I'll deal with that. Fuck it. The fitness thing I've been doing pretty good with. So I'm like, okay, fine. But yeah, just like, I got to fucking, this has to be a year of change. I was talking kind of about that at Christmas. Just like, I need to, there's a lot of things that are going right. to happen this year, hopefully. Uh, and I just, I, I'm hoping that that's, they ha- that they happen. I'm hoping that mm-hmm. I, I commit to everything. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of my new year's resolution. Um, yeah, I don't well, know. Well, that's kind of going off of like what Ryan was saying about moving out. For me, I feel like my boss was just saying today, he's like, he he was forced out of his house at, you know, when he graduated college. And he said, I couldn't afford it. But you know what it did? He said, it made me work harder. And for me, I feel like, not that I'm comfortable, but I feel like I have a good job. I, you know, I have... I, I can't complain about my job, but I'm too comfortable at home. I need to to get out. Got to get like, out of your even comfort though zone. It's, yeah. you know it's going to be hard to afford, and this the market is absolutely trash. You're going to be overpaying. It's like yeah, you you have to at some point. You you have to just break through, and like you're saying, change and growth. Yeah, I feel like that would be a great way to just bring that out of break you. through. Right, I keep going, I'm not ready yet, I'm not ready yet, it's going to be hard, but yeah, yeah, it is going to be hard, and I'm not going to have any money to do anything else, and I'm going to be broke, but yeah, that's what you have to do, so I just need to to do that. Riley keeps saying, like, she's like, we're living the same life we lived four years ago. Dude, I've had that very same thought, like, uh, I'm doing the same thing I was doing when I was 19, yeah. Yeah, it's tough, it's tough. It's just like, instead of going to school, I go to work, like... Yeah, and it, and I would say this year it has kind of dawned on me. Like the first little while I w- after school that I was working, it was fine. But then you get towards that like one or two year mark where you're doing the same thing after you were doing the same thing for four years or whatever. It's like, okay, it's time for a change. Yeah. But also I was even talking with, with my family and – uh there is something to be said for it being a much more difficult situation than our parents' generation. Oh, yeah. Right now, at least, like, there's something to be said for that. It's a lot harder, on average, for kids to move out and afford either rent or their own place independently. Like, if you look at, like, average income of people our age versus the average, like, rent price or average, like, home value, that's a lot. that figure is a lot like shittier than it was 30 or 40 years ago. I think the average age for people moving out of their parents' house today, I want to say is like 29 or 32. It's one of those numbers. It's not like in between. And that's depressing, right? It is. It's terrible. I never wanted to be, I don't want to be 29. And there's nothing wrong with it because that really is the national average. We're in a developed country too. You know, it's like we have a high standard of living, but- but I feel like it's a facade it at some point. Like we're super developed, but I feel like we have a huge wealth gap. Hundred percent. Oh, definitely. We have a huge wealth gap. Well, I, I think it's definitely starting to come become more 
like evident over the last couple years and especially with like COVID was I think the first time where it was you know anybody was if they were going to struggle COVID was where it kind of came out oh yeah took the legs out from underneath you yeah and you know I think it it really hasn't recovered from there at all and I mean even like for the the housing market for example I mean everybody was just looking to buy and and everybody was looking to sell because they were getting such good prices and the market was just it was going crazy and you know and and so now you still have um you know you still have buyers who want to buy but you don't have as many sellers because you know they all hopped on it for the first couple years that it was going and now you've just got what you originally had you have you know the people who are retiring and want to move down to florida you have you know people who just want to get out of illinois but you don't have the the same um the new the the first home families that you know can afford to buy their house with a newborn kid and and stuff like that i feel like going off what you're saying is you have this wealth gap that now you have rich people who don't know what to do with their money and they don't own one house they're gonna buy three others Mm -hmm. and rent them out Mm -hmm. right so that's how you still have this Yes, to me, as rich I don't people under- taking advantage of the situation. Well, yeah. yeah, people have been sitting on these two, three percent interest rates, you know, and and they're perfectly fine. They they could sit on that forever at this point because we're at you know they got out of nom up, at upper, the right fucking upper time. Sevens <laughs> and you there's know. no incentive for them to sell exactly. So they because it's they only going to appreciate exponentially. Exactly, yeah. they'll put it on the market at you know probably. They'll they'll put it on exactly at what they can get it appraised for, and you know. So then it's like somebody will, they're basically guaranteed to get what they're asking for because if it goes and they offer you know higher, and then it doesn't appraise for that, well then okay, well we'll just come back to what we had it listed at, and well if they agreed to that listing, then they're probably fine getting that amount of money. Um, you know, and and so they can really put it at whatever they want, and then these you know first time home buyers who, you know, they're just excited to get into a house and you know start their life like you guys are all trying to do. And it's like you know they're they're they're, they're, they're looking at the where short to end sign. of the stick. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, yeah, they're looking at where to sign, but they they're getting the short end of the stick because you know they're they're just they just have what's in front of them. You know, they can't, they can't do, they, they have can't no make, leverage. You're right. Yeah. They can't get more money just like that. You know, they've got to stick to the price point and you know, you, it's not like there's just thousands of houses that you can go look at it. You, you got to go look at the ones that pop up every week because you got however many or other people that are in the same boat trying to just scoop up a house when whenever they can but you're telling you've been telling me i've heard stories of of you saying it is you know your clients that you're going out and looking at houses with is you can't put in a bid at asking price no yeah so and you're putting in bids ten thousand fifteen thousand over ask 
and you get to like and that's been that way for the past like 18 months right it's it's been like that for you know like ever since it exploded pretty much with like covid when everybody just was looking at it and they're like well this would be a great time for us to get out and but yeah it's you know you'd expect after a while you know even in the winter it's kind of it's supposed to slow down just because you have you know the holidays and travel and stuff and you know really the only people who are still looking to like move or sell their house in the middle of winter are people who really don't want to be in illinois during the winter and um what do they so call those southern flyers or southern birds or something when it snowbirds when snowbirds, snowbirds. Yeah, there okay. we go ronnie but um we yeah, all know it's, one. it's you know you you go you go look at these houses and you're like um you know, okay, this is what it says at the list price, but just know, you know, there's probably 10 other people that are coming after us or saw it before us. And, you know, what percent of them do you think like it? And they know the same things that we know. And, you know, so it's, you're, you're just, you're kind of playing a guessing game on, you know, I don't want to go too high to where I feel like I got you know, gypped, but at the same time, you don't want to go too low if you like the house because you don't want to lose the house, you know? Right. And, and so that's obviously where, you know, we, as a realtor, you step in and... That's you how give you them, destroy the market and take advantage of people. You know, no, you're, 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 you're giving, you know, good advice and comps and making sure that they feel like they're doing the right thing and uh, honestly making sure that they are doing the right thing. And... um you know, so you, you, as long as you're keeping people informed about how the market is and, you know, you're working with them and doing the best that you can for them, then, you know, eventually you'll get, you'll get through and you'll get the house you want and stuff. I know that because I've done it three times already. So, so is it better for you because you're getting a higher percentage because they're paying more than asking price? No. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm never looking at it as, you know, let's go see the most expensive house. Like let's, you know, if they wanted to go see whatever the, the lowest price that they can find, let's go do it. You know, I'm, I'm just there to be a resource and, you know, especially for first time home buyers, it's, it's impossible to just go in there and think that you're going to know everything and they're throwing so much at you and so many new terms and stuff. It's like, you know, I'm just kind of there to be like, all right, this is everything that's going on, but let me just kind of explain it to you in a way that will understand that you'll understand it and kind of break it down into a step by step. So you don't feel like, you know, you know, just because you sign this right now, that means that the house is yours tomorrow and you've got to front the cash. Like right. there's, there's a process and, you know, as much as, it's going to be confusing for you. That's what I'm here for is to get you through it and make sure that it goes through smoothly. So, so, I mean, it's, it's definitely the most difficult time in the market that it's been in a couple years, but I think, you know, it's got to break at some point though. Right. Uh, I mean, it's that's got, what we're all hoping for. It does. Right? I it, think it does, but 
the the case that the housing market breaks is a case that's really dismal for the U.S. economy. So like that's what it's going to take for the market to break. Because it's keeping you could argue right if now. that's like healthy or not, and like you know periods of like bull and bear markets. Some say like they're healthy, yeah. like that's how it should run. But yeah, well, it I, depends. I think honestly, it it would help so much because if if you think about it, if you have if you have less people like. You guys, for example, I mean, me, when I get there eventually. I have to pee so bad. Let's, why? Let's do it. Okay. Let's all do it <laughs> Let's all right pee. now. I'm sorry. Is, I didn't no. want to cut you off because no, you were, you were do doing I, great. I have to. We're going to end it. We're at an hour and a half. Perfect. Oh, yeah. and clean. Thank you guys so much. Hunter, Connor, Schwartzy coming in at the end, saving the fucking day. That was fucking awesome. Thank you guys so much. We're out. Till next time.